You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm talking about straight for that logo on the side of your helmet and not the name on your back. Yes, sir. Because we know what it represents. It represents everybody here you see and everybody you can't that we've talked about. I'm here to strain with you, man. I swear to God I'm here to strain with you. Let's go. Everything you got, stream with everything you got. Let's go. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills. You're listening to the Off Tackle with John Fita Show with your host, Joe Miller. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Off Tackle with John Fita Show, brought to you by the Market Dominator team on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast Network, presented by Picasso's Pizza. Treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's, we are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. My name is Joe Miller. I'm the host of this year Off Tackle with John Fina Show. That over there is John Fina. John, how you feeling? Feeling great, man. How you feeling? I'm loving it. We won. I'm (laughs) loving We won a football game. So I think that they I think the Bills should start every game with that that Kyle Williams intro that I do on this show because it gets me fired up. Like every time I'm like, I don't want to do another one of these shows with that John Fina guy. As soon as I play that intro, I'm like, let's go. Like, let's go. I'm gonna do it for everybody in this room I can see and everybody I can't see. So it's uh how can you did you ever make a speech like that? I feel like that wasn't even a veiled insult. I feel like it was just <laughs> right out. Right out of the get-go, the freaking gates, the horses. <laughs> Miss you too, Joe, you handsome devil. Did you uh, ever make a speech like that? Were you ever that guy? I made a couple of speeches. Mostly people laid down with a pillow and fell asleep. You know? It seems very orchestrated and contrived. I, I mean, Kyle's speech in that intro is incredible absolutely yeah. incredible but generally like when we get mic'd up or when we hear different things like from the buffalo bills or just any team in general it seems very contrived and almost like and even the guys are standing around going yeah 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 let's go yeah <laughs> okay now that's true to a degree like you know you gotta you gotta you gotta do whatever it is in the proper moment like you yeah like it's really hard to manufacture a moment right right so it's got to be the right mood. Like before this game would have been a great time to get a big speech going, right? Yeah. A two-game skid or, or whatever, you know? Yep. And yeah. all the stuff going on at home, right? All, all the stuff family. going on at home. We didn't get practices in. Yep. The world's against us. <laughs> the media's turned now on us the whole come thing. To, oh, yeah. yeah the media, sure. the Twitter. Woof. Well, it's good to have everybody here. Uh, again, my name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter, Joe Miller Wired. That's John Fina. You can find him on Twitter at John Fina. This is the Off Tackle with John Fina show. Uh, we are Super Chat Live. So if you at any, any given time you would like to ask John a question or make a comment about the game or whatever it is that we're talking about, you are more than welcome to throw Super Chat in there. Whatever platform you are consuming this podcast and show on, so whether you're live with us on YouTube or Facebook or Twitter or you're listening to it in podcast form, please like and subscribe it would be great to have you and uh let me think should we start the show off with uh with a spot from our sponsor from uh the old john spascheck john spascheck the market dominator the market dominator please three <laughs> two one roll tape hello buffalo football family i want to say thank you for tuning in to one of the greatest podcasts we have going today the great the john Fina show hosted by <laughs> joe miller that's me These are my good friends, and I really appreciate the way that they attack the podcast. They connect with you as a fan. They break the game down with excellence. 
They teach, they educate, and they bring fun to the table for us to experience a little bit more of our favorite Buffalo football team. So folks, this is what we do in real estate as the market dominator and the market dominators team. We bring to you not only fun, but we seek to educate, to advocate, to negotiate, and, and to dominate in this competitive market. So if you want to win the way our team is winning, you reach out to me directly and I'll respond. 716-570-3298. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Bills. It is Victory Monday as of the taping of this show, but Victory Tuesday to everybody consuming it in a podcast or maybe Victory Wednesday. But yes, let's go, Bills. If you are looking to buy or sell a home in a Buffalo or anywhere around the country, you could uh, get a hold of the Market Dominator team by calling John on his cell phone, 716-570-3298. Can I just say that I really enjoy fireside chat, John Spazcheck? <laughs> With the American flag. Behind. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a different deal. <laughs> I just kind of felt cozy and warm. Advocate. Um, Did we uh, fix that advocate thing yet? It's fixed. Thank God. That's awesome. I don't even know how you do that. You're like a wizard. A Dovkate. It used to say a Dovkate. So it's better than the last one that I never fixed until I updated the graphics, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we're just trying to keep our listenership on their toes. Exactly. And if anybody wants to volunteer to do the graphics for this show, I'll gladly <laughs> give them up. Like, so there's something in the comment section. Speaking of the comment section, uh, real quick. So yes. those joining us, uh, Triggs is in the room. Kevin's in the room. Richard Rush, Mark Johnson, uh, Tracy Victor's in the room. Who else? Uh, Rich, I said Richard Rush already, right? Yeah. Dan- Daniel mm-hmm. Gowries is in the room. Uh, John Fina. John Fina's in the room with those glowing blue eyes that pierce my soul <laughs> in this picture uh, uh, uh jason what's, what's soul <laughs> gingers have soul knock it off uh yeah so it's so good to have everybody who is joining us there's a slew of you in here and uh we're going to talk about this football game it is good to be off of the schneid um so high level let's just let's just jump right into the thoughts of on this football game i'm gonna let you the person who this show is titled after, go first. So what were your thoughts of this game? Just overall broad thoughts. Of the game or my expectations for the game? Two different things. Either or. Or both. Well, I think it would be fair to say that I expected the game to be what it was. Like the Browns, you know, they've been been in the situation where they think they're supposed to be better than their record indicates. Mm -hmm. And they win last week against Cincinnati, right? Well, they've got a top 10 offense. And they, yeah, and, and they just feel like they're ready at any minute. And those people, right. those people are dangerous. Yes, yes. So, you know, I expected the game that I got. Um, but I, I think maybe I was a little bit more impressed. Uh, you know, they're it's not, I guess, you know, in some ways you lived in Buffalo your whole life. You've dug out of a few snow banks, right? But mm-hmm. they missed they missed a lot of practice and mm-hmm. They, their home game moved to a neutral site and you know I think that they I think they overcame some uh, adversity in that yeah so sure. that that is a blanket that's what I would say about the game my expectations and and what we saw so I, I'm pleased by and large overall and then specifically we'll certainly dive into a few points here and there but Joe please tell me. Your how feelings, you, how, how I felt about this game. Yeah. Um, so it was the tale of quarters almost as much as we like to have the conversation about it being the tale of two halves. And I'll be honest with you, coming into the game, I pretty much was, you know, 29 degrees was the expectation. Winds blowing 35, 30, 35 miles an hour, which they were here in Buffalo. And I expected to see a lot of run ground and pound from the Buffalo Bills. I expected to see a lot of Kareem Hunt and I expected to see a lot of Nick Chubb. Um, and I expected the Bills to try to take that away. And what was weird about this game, and I'll, I'll preface before I get into my feelings, it was weird to me that the Cleveland Browns um, obliged the Bills by not really trying to run. So, like, what you do best, and, and granted, the you know, the Bills are going to try to take – it's the Bill Belichick thing where we're going to try to make you fight with one hand, which has been a fun phrase about Bill Belichick here recently. Um, but the Browns didn't even take advantage of the fact that the Bills have been not great on the ground, like in run defense for a while. And I mean, early in the game, 
Um, so it w- that was strange to me that they really relied on Jacoby Brissett and Amari Cooper. There was a there was a feeling that we're going to beat you with Jacoby Brissett and Amari Cooper, and the Bills were like, okay, give it a shot, right? The game though itself, man. This, this so <laughs> if I'm being honest, and I said this on the show last night. Okay, w- w- no, lie to me. <laughs> Don't be honest. <laughs> Nobody in the comments wants you to be honest. Everybody wants to be lied well, to. Well, you're measure, handsome. You're beautiful. Well, there's a measure you're of funny. There's a measure of when we do this, right? There's an expectation of you know the whole truth, or we're we gonna like TV truth type stuff, or entertainment value type type truth. I sat on the couch at the end of the first quarter, going, "This season's over." Like this team has lost its way uh, between the defense. At that point in time, the defense was giving up third and 11s, third and 12s. Uh, Chubb was ripping them off at five and six yards a clip. Yeah. Um, it was it was not great. And, you know, it was just the Bills offense was on the field for like five minutes in the first quarter. I literally was like, it's over. Josh Allen, when he's dropping back to pass, is peeking at the rush. Did you catch any of that? Like when you were watching the game, like he would he'd get the snap and he'd peek down to his left as opposed to eyes up. And you could probably speak to how important it is for him not to peek at the rush, right? He's got to clear those receivers and get through his progressions first. Otherwise, he's late. So he's peeking at the rush. He's double hitching. He's not sure where he wants the ball. Like, he's pulling the ball. I was just like, the season's over. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, right, that last drive, the special teams, Naheem Hines kept this team in the game a little his spark field, right yeah, his field his field position he's great to watch yeah put the bills in a position no business in the world leading at halftime put them in a position to be leading at halftime 13 to 10 and when the bills came out in the second half as much as i think they went three and out or they 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 punted on their first set of downs after mm-hmm. that they found a groove the defense kept them in the game and it was like happy times are here again <laughs> you know what i mean all of a sudden josh allen wasn't peaking at the rush and he wasn't double hitching and he was hitting guys it, it felt like that stefan diggs touchdown pass that he threw kind of was like oh i can this make is, these throws yeah this is what i can do right well so you, you you hit on something that i was kind of feeling during the game but uh in another kind of way you know he's he meaning Josh Allen has got to fight through it at whatever level he needs right. to right. right so he's You could tell a guy or a gal, you know, anything a million times, but before they have their moment of epiphany or riddle this out or look into the face of the devil, whichever, you know, whichever euphemism you want to use, conquering the ghosts, whatever, he had to get to that point and may still need to get there. Mm -hmm. But there isn't a guy who's who's taken a snap who hasn't kind of peaked and valleyed a little bit Mm -hmm. so um you know i'm encouraged by what i saw from the rest of the team as far as energy and excitement level yeah yeah and i i think josh can be buoyed by that not feeling like he has to be the guy and i said it before and it only took a couple of plays, man, before Spencer Brown goes launching himself <laughs> over a pile. You've been, you've talked a lot about Spencer Brown's attitude missing from this yeah. offensive line. Right. Well, it was Feliciano, and he's gone. Yeah, yeah he's gone, yep. Yeah. All right. So we got to have somebody kind of like be that guy that provides the attitude. Right. And it's it's it doesn't appear to be Saffold or Dawkins. And, uh, you know, I think that leaves it to Ryan and uh, and Spencer. Right, right. Ryan Rick Bates. I won't say it. I don't want his mom flying in from Pennsylvania. I better check. I locked the door over there. Uh, Why but... did you lock the doors? <laughs> She's like, what? Uh, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting game. It was fun to watch. It was the Bills had every reason. In the middle of the second quarter, the Bills had every reason, aside from Naheem, Naheem Hines, continually putting them in great field position. They had every reason just to say, you know what? This just isn't our game. We we didn't get to practice this week. Josh hasn't practiced in two weeks, right? He like he he's had one practice and that was on Thursday. And other than that, he hasn't practiced at all. 
our families are buried in thanksgiving's coming we got the lions like let's oh, just i forgot let, about thanksgiving i'm gonna buy a turkey <laughs> let's just let's just run for the bus yeah and, right and it, I, that, which poses an interesting question for now, me go ahead i know i know you like to say that but there isn't a single guy who's thinking what you're thinking there's like the, that's what I was a, going. Then, then explain the moments no this is that goes back to the whole you know mm-hmm. some, somebody's gonna have to blink and do something special to get somebody motivated so we can create that that nebulous a concept of momentum so we can build on you don't something. believe in momentum no i do but okay. some people t- some people some try people to convince so the problem Miller that the problem that, that i have exist. the problem that i have is as much as you say i understand the concept of like i just want to get out of here i just want to hit the bus doesn't exist but there mm-hmm. are absolutely games and teams bad teams and i know that these guys are playing for next year's contract but i have seen nfl games where Members of the defensive line and even the linebackers to a point, once the running back gets past him, disinterested in chasing him down the field. And it's mm. it's the Mitch Morse effect. Like Mitch Morse is that offensive lineman that you'll see him many times running right alongside Devin Singletary, like down the field, 15, 20 yards down the field, where a lot of offensive linemen are like, oh, he's gone. <laughs> like, he, like he's 15, 10 <laughs> yards away from me. Like I'm just going to let him go. <laughs> that happens though does it not as much as they're not running for the bus there's time I mean, yeah but that's, that doesn't happen this time of the year when you are 500 or better and yes. you still have a chance to think about the playoffs now i'll say like you know i've been in a game in the middle of a game before where i'm thinking to myself you need to pull your head right out of your ass mm-hmm. right now because you're just you got to focus right right, right. So, look, I, I I get, like, sometimes you, you start looking for it when you're three-quarters of the way through the season. But, right. as I said, as you would agree with me, you know, something has to be a spark that creates some momentum, that creates some confidence. And we had a – we had a I think we had that from both sides of the ball and special teams, which yeah, was – Yeah, it, it, was, it was one of the most complimentary football games that they have played in a while where all three phases literally – as much as we've said in the past, all three phases came into play. Lit Like special teams, six field goals, and we can talk about that in the good, the blocked punt – or the block field goal, rather, and then like the coverage and Naheem Hines. But yeah, we got our first super chat from Jessica yeah. Thomas. Jessica, thank you so much for being a part of the show. She uh, she says, let's be honest, the Bills should have won all three games that they lost. Should is a tough word. Could have? Yes, 100%. The only team that really can beat the Bills, in my opinion, is the Bills and the Chiefs. Relax, she says. So this guy's been trumpeting. Uh, the only team that can beat the Bills is the Bills since about is it- the Dolphins game. Isn't the rule that a man is not allowed to say to a woman, relax? <laughs> but yet now, I mean, if that's directed at you and I, I'm I'm a little bit offended. No, I'm not. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I think should might be a little heavy there. I mean, the, but the second part, Jessica, of what you said is 100% true. When you start making stupid, stupid turnovers, mm-hmm. that's that's what's going to happen. Case in point, UCLA lost to USC. Uh, quarterback throws four interceptions and gives up a fumble, and they lose by th- three or four points. Right, you can't right. you can't win like that. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Look, um, part of what you said, Jessica, doesn't quite ring true. Only because we've had such a carousel in our secondary, and that's not the kind of thing that you just. I mean, we always like to say as players, next guy up, next guy up. But this has been, I mean, how many guys have started in the secondary and how many guys have played? I think we're up to like 10. I don't know, but Xavier Rhodes, good. We're not that good yet. Looked good in that football game. Yep. So, but it's been a bunch. It's been a bunch. I I mean, I think Hamlin looked good also. Yep. Yep. Cam Lewis has played. I mean, there's been, Mm -hmm. I mean, Jaquan Johnson. So they they have, they have run a good measure. Are you drinking bourbon? What are you drinking? Mm Mm-hmm. So the one time I'm not drinking bourbon, you're drinking bourbon. That's how you are. But you're having tequila. I am having tequila tonight. So what? what what's the bourbon of choice this evening? It's the only one in my cabinet. Somebody gave me two gallons of bullet, and it's been like seven years. I'm still drinking it. 
Seven years to drink two gallons of bullet? Good lord! I don't, I don't drink much. <laughs> I'm not I, the only time I drink is when I'm with you, and it's to to dull the pain. Oh, I, like, I, I'm not sure if that was a if that was a subtle like, <laughs> or if that was like straight out like, I, like my nerve endings. When you have me on, I'm always feel like I'm on the spot, Joe. Well, we're gonna um, trans, transfer. Unless do you have some, something else to add? You're very handsome. I oh, am. Yeah, it's true. Let's let's transition into the good. And when we do that, we you know we can begin that conversation by the fact that James Cook almost took one to the house. <laughs> my my uh, uncle Phil is tuned in. I think listening Uh-oh. somehow, and he says he's always been a Browns fan. You know, so I got I get drafted by the Bills, and he's he says to me, and I love Uncle Phil, right? But he's like, congratulations, that's wonderful. Too bad it wasn't the Browns. <laughs> but he said, he said, go easy on my Browns. That's Hell funny. no, I will not. <laughs> Uncle Phil. We're, we're teeing him up to knock him out of the park in this in this here uh, uh, TV show, this podcast. That's right. But jumping over to the good, but before we do, I tried to lead you, but Uncle Phil got in the way. I, mm-hmm. I, I thought I had a decent segue yeah. as far as like James Cook taking it to the you house. To the house, you did. House. So, yeah. But look. <clears throat> James Cook almost took it to the house, but when you are looking to buy a house, everyone has a guy. If you need roof roof work done, roof work, work done, your buddy's got a guy. If you need an inspection, Joe Miller absolutely knows somebody. And when you're looking to get your financing together, there is no one like Brian Belser from House Capital Corporation. He is the guy, and he can be your guy. They help make the mortgage process simple, hassle-free, and understandable at House Capital. Their preferred relationships with some of the top lenders give you the edge up in getting the financing you need. Take it to the house with Brian Belser and House Capital. House is a registered mortgage broker, New York State. Forget it. I got, I hey, I've been in the car for eight and a half hours. I got it's a little bourbon in me. But it's been a long day. So. Call Brian Belser. Hey, when this market gets hot again, call Brian Belser. Call him now. Well, there are people who are literally looking to buy a house. Um, yeah. Nobody's refinancing in this market. But you're, if you're right. looking to buy a house... Uh, if you've got your your real estate agent already hooked up, uh, you know, give Brian a call uh, mm-hmm. as far as for your mortgage, uh, 716-815-2102. Make sure you let him know that John Fina sent you. So, right? Is that- That's right. I sent you. Yeah, exactly. So you're damn straight, I did. The good in this football game. There was mm-hmm. a lot of good in this football game. It's funny because we went from the uh, the Jets game where there was almost no good, two plays to talk about. Uh, to last week's game where there was a lot of good that happened in that football game in a loss. And then to this week where there's some good stuff to talk about, which we've already talked about a lot of it. Naheem Hines, Mm -hmm. again, you know, flashing um, clearly special teams play, you know, showed up in a strong way in this football game, the defense in the second half, the defense to me was what won this game for the Buffalo bills because the defense stepped up and, and, and got stout when they needed to, that allowed the offense to take the time that it needed to to kick find field goals. What's that? <laughs> to kick field goals. <laughs> Regardless, they were able to move <laughs> the ball. Somebody needs to take the get Melissa in here and take that bourbon away from you. <laughs> oh, I hate field goals, man. I do too. So, but oh. anyway, anyways, my point is is there was an aspect to the defense keeping keeping it so that the offense didn't have to press which yes. gave them the ability to find themselves versus letting them march down the field and score field goals or touchdowns. And then the offense is like, we got to find ourselves and score a hundred points at the same time playing, trying to play catch up. So for me, the, the, the defense was big in this football game and special teams. I'll let you go. No, I couldn't agree more <clears throat> where what I was talking about earlier, you know, like nobody blink, you know, somebody blink and do something great. Right. And I think you specifically, you could look at Ed Oliver really brought some sassiness to the defense, right. To kind of go hand in hand with uh, Matt Milano, who, I mean, he's just like wiping the field with people. Right. Mm. I mean, he's just, he's always a ball hawk, right. He's everywhere. It's impressive. It's impressive. I I said last night on the show that he's, he's, I think he's got three picks, two or three picks on the year. And he's gotten his hands on five balls that were absolutely interceptable. If he catches half of those, if he's sitting at five interceptions or six interceptions on the year, 
there's kind of, I mean, defensive player of the year is already on the table. You're almost wondering if he's like MVP of the league at that point. Wow. Like there's conversations about him being the most valuable player in the league at that point, but he looks great. Uh, Daquan Jones, I think played a pretty darn good game. Uh, Epinesa was showing flashes. You know, they, they were getting so close again and they were letting the big guy escape. I mean, Jacoby Brissett is like a monster. He's huge. Big dude. I think Shaq Lawson, you know, logged in some pretty darn good plays too. I didn't get a chance to see Tim settle. I think he was in for a couple plays. I wasn't really on top of it. Uh, the secondary, I think, you know, performed admirably. I, I didn't see a lot of like, oh, damn. They do need to start getting their head around. We could break up some passes, but I think that's, I think that's, you know, get the head around, head on a swivel stuff. We need that. Are we like, I've seen, some, most, I've seen some of the most amazing catches. I know, on the I planet. know contested balls 50 50 balls maybe not even 50 50 like 70 or 30 70 balls mm-hmm. that they're coming down with because their defensive backs aren't just going right <laughs> looking, yeah. looking behind them it's hard well it's hard you know you every time you turn your body you lose forward momentum for sure so when you're running down the sideline though i, I have to wonder because i am not fast if I am approaching the goal line, like what's my real ability to know where I am on the field? Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it was only I had to know what felt like five and a half yards behind me, but I wasn't running full speed. I was going backwards, almost falling down and killing myself. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, there's got to be certain cues. I mean, maybe the wide receiver's eyes get as big as pie plates and you're supposed to tur- turn around at that time. But wait, wait, we were talking about the good. Yeah. I would say. Uh, no interceptions by our quarterback. That was yes. a good thing. Yeah. He had uh, about a 66% completion Was he a little rate. too cautious? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, there, there was a couple balls that he pulled down once Stephon Diggs was wide open in the secondary, um, like uh, deep down the field. And, and, and the running game. Yeah. Our running game. Why don't you talk real quick? Take a moment to break because we, we're not going to. Just so everybody knows, we don't. Have, John was on the road all day today, so we don't have plays for you. So break down a little bit. Like last week, <laughs> Jerry, uh, I was tweeting about this, and Jerry and I talked about it today on the phone. Uh, you were you ranted? I did rant. Ranted did. about the fact that the Buffalo Bill, Buffalo Bills were running draw plays, something that they like probably didn't rep, but one or two times, and then sure enough those draw plays were working in this football game. So talk real quick about what you saw for Devin and for James Cook. And I liked what I saw from James Cook and Devin, but James Cook must be settling in. No, they both looked really good. And, you know, I guess uh, I don't know if I have to eat my words on the draw. (laughs) I think my biggest problem last week, and I, well, we ran the draw. You were in diapers and Jerry and I were running the draw up and down the field. I don't think I was in diapers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was but, gonna make I was gonna make a kink joke, but my pro, my, <laughs> my God, you're, <laughs> you got an issue there, buddy. Um, my problem with it last week was it, the the runs we ran in the second half looked nothing like the successful runs that we ran in the first half. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we haven't been traditionally a good draw team, but what I'll say is I think that. James Cook's quickness, just his his burst, mm-hmm. that could be a, a play that fits for him. You know, you don't you can't really feel your way out for too long on a draw because the running lanes just they'll close quickly if they're gonna close. Right. Uh, but overall, I think this I don't I don't know if it's the attitude or what, but I, I think they're just they're running downhill with more. not precision but decision like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna hit the hole and that's where i'm going god be willing devil be damned if i get stopped for one or i go for 10 Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna dance behind the line anymore yeah it was good and 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 i think that's kind of the flavor that we want to see more of a you know a, a knife to the heart rather than you know death by a thousand cuts do you was there was there something schematically different though from in your opinion as far as what you saw that the Bills were doing um, that was opening those holes or was it just a bad Browns defense because this Browns defense has has not been good this year against the run at all 
Um, so there was an expectation that the Bills would be able to run. I'll say this before you, you speak. Generally speaking, when we do these shows, we talk about the Bills are playing the worst pass defense in the league. The Bills, for whatever reason, can't pass the football. Like the, normally when we come up against this, it doesn't mm. work out to our favor. And then we can't run. Right. <laughs> right. So worst defense in the league, we can't run the football. It's like, what's going on? But yeah. So, so we- <laughs> worst run defense in the league. Here's a curious thing about it, right? So you think like you're going to go into this game and they're bad run defense, so we're going to focus on what we do well in the running game, right? But what they actually did is you saw a lot of angle blocking, what you like to call pin and pull, which mm-hmm. has historically been our worst running scheme. I mean, we just have not hit it well. Historically, so, going back to you or historically this offensive uh, iteration? Historically this season. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't have the 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 brain power to do like a thirty year well, run. There's, there's weird. There's weird things that stick with franchises. The Bills have always had a great running back, right? Yeah. Brown. The yeah. Bears rather have have always had a great linebacker. Like there's just mm-hmm. weird things that stick with teams. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So I I found it interesting that they were going to continue to <clears throat> more or less practice what I think is their softest scheme that they have. Mm. And it ended up being beneficial. Now you could look at it from the, you know, cuts the other way. We don't get any live reps in practice. So we might as well practice what we need to get better at against the worst running defense in the league. Does that happen? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I think more than anything else, you're going to look at, uh, we're going to run the draw this week because of uh, Garrett. What's his name? Miles uh, Garrett is Miles a, Garrett is a is a he's a monster, freaking, right? Freaking nature, six foot six, defensive yeah. tackle. Like, yes, always interrupting and disrupting everything. Yeah, so I think I think what they looked at was a defense that was going to be hungry to go after Josh Allen, mm. and maybe the draw is a better fit this week because it certainly wasn't last week. Right. Uh, on a side note, because I'm ADD, the current currently the Cardinals are playing the 49ers on uh, Monday Night Football in Mexico, Mexico in Mexico City, mm-hmm. and it's raining. <laughs> if anybody's keeping track, oh, so wow. I'm, sure, I'm sure that's something that doesn't happen there. Is there a often. score? What do you mean, uh, Mexico City? Right, it rains all the time. All the time. I thought that was part of the uh, the dry area of Mexico. It's now I wouldn't three, think so. No, that's right now far south. It's right now three to zip. The Cardinals just kicked a field goal. But uh, my concern is that the rain droplets come through all that pollution and you're getting (laughs) hit with like globs of carbon monoxide, carbon dioxide, and manganese. See, there was a lot, there there was a lot of good in this football game. Um, At the end of the day, coming away with the win is the biggest thing, Uh, you know, not only for this team, but for this city. with everything that we went through as a city, and again, for those that are watching this outside of town, it's very rare for us to get four feet of snow, three and a half. Three is pretty regular in the wintertime. We'll get two to three. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I agree. People go on and on about Buffalo and the weather. I I, I never thought that the snow was that big of a deal. It's, it's cold not. bothered me. But I would say the whole time I was there, I, I confronted an instance like this maybe four times. Right. In, in 10 years. Right. So we'll get two and a half to three feet, and it's not a big deal. And and the other part that people don't realize, and it's going to happen this time too, is we'll get three feet because people think that people think that when November comes in Buffalo, if you've never been to Buffalo, it's Siberia. It's an Arctic wasteland for four months. And it's just like the worst. It's it's the 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 planet of Hoth, right? And it's not. <laughs> so literally, we'll get two feet and it'll melt in three days. It will get three feet. It'll melt in four days. And it's going to happen this time, too. We got seven feet, six and a half feet, whatever it was. And next week, it's going to be 50 all week. And all this snow is going to be gone. It's going to be completely gone. So all that to say this. It was important for this team to win because with everything the city went through, you know, the most snowfall, I think, on record for the for maybe the country in 24 hours. And just I didn't get dug out till last night, bro. Like, our street was not cleared until last night. How did you get in? Did you have to tunnel in like a little so squirrel? That's, a, that's an interesting story. Or did so they airdrop you? Whoop, 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 whoop. I was in New York City Friday and and caught an early flight home, luckily, because they canceled my late flight. So I caught an early flight home, uh, had to stay in a hotel Friday night, tried to make the tried to make it down to my house, not knowing where I was gonna put my truck. Like, like babe, I'm like because my wife's 
anxious, right? I'm like, I'm going to try to drive down there. I don't know where to put my truck, but if I can get home, I can get home. If I have to walk through the snowbanks, whatever, couldn't make it, had to turn around and go back. And then she basically texted me about three hours later and said, hey, the neighbors have like carved a barely a one car path through like down the street in case of an emergency for people to get out. She's like, I think you can make it if you can get here. So I at five o'clock, I turned around. It took me an hour and 10 minutes to get from Cheektowaga to oh Hamburg. Yeah, it took forever. Like the routes that it took me because so many roads were un- impassable between semi trucks and cars being Lake Street, bro, was a was a barren wasteland, like hadn't been plowed cars everywhere, like stuck. It was crazy. And then I can send you the video and then literally got to my neighborhood, pulled down this thing and like the snowbanks are brushing my mirrors as I'm going <laughs> down, down my street to get it. And I like whipped it into my driveway and got home. I mean, it's, so all that to say this, the win for the win for Buffalo was big. And I think the players knew that. I think there was an aspect like they knew what this meant for the bills to lose to the Browns on top of everything else that we've gone through as much as it shouldn't be tied together. Would have just been like, eh, yeah. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah. No, I, I look. I, I just think that another thing that's really great about the weather confronting communities, you see people bond and band together, right? Like they do in Florida after a hurricane. Uh, <clears throat> you know, like they do in Buffalo on a big snowfall. The neighbors go out and they 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 shovel each other's driveways. Here in Tucson. You know, we see somebody outside, we just run out and we put sunscreen on them. You know, we're concerned that they might get melanoma. So that's our good deed here in the desert. Right. It's hard, hardly as compelling as a snowstorm. Yeah, it's 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 freaking crazy. So, but it's all going to be gone soon. But, uh, mm. yeah, I think you want to talk about, uh, have you had any barbecue lately? You know, I, I did post something about barbecue not long ago in, in Phoenix. I went out and had some barbecue, and it was delicious. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to try the mustard sauce on the table. You got to go back to my post, and let me tell you what. I never felt happier that I have the Carolina Gold uh, barbecue sauce. Dude, the, would- the, the, true story. Don't read that yet. So true story. My wife is – so we had – last week we prepped some T-bones that we had in the freezer. I saw them. Um, yeah, and and uh, we cooked them, and then it was, and we didn't eat all of them because they were my. I don't know what my wife was thinking. A T-bone for each member of the family. I think it fed all four of us. <laughs> two of them fed all four of us. So we had some T-bones left over, which was great. And it was probably it may have been Monday before this show. She's sitting there, and she had reheated one, and she's like dipping it, like. And I'm and I walked over, and I like grabbed a piece and dipped it. I was like, "That's freaking delicious. What is that?" She goes, "It's your Carolina Gold Sauce from Q42." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's fantastic." <laughs> yeah oh boy honey i'm just a man i i don't know what i'm doing you know i'm feeling my way around the dark support for this show comes from sylvan learning as a parent you want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge that takes a team now more than ever educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right. Iman and Q42, a quick 411 about what's in Q42's KC Sweet Rub. It's all natural, no preservatives, an original recipe made in Western New York. A little sweet, a little smoky, very well balanced, crafted with raw sugar. You got raw sugar and a blend of 13 spices. That's two more than KFC, like paprika, paprika, pepper, chili powder, garlic, cayenne, celery seed, and more. 
It goes on anything. Chicken, pork, burgers, potatoes, bacon, and yes, turkey. Go to Q42BBQ.com. That's Q-U-E-42BBQ.com. Super Smash, the FINA Show, all caps, coupon code, and save 30% to help cover those high holiday shipping costs. Very generous of our friends at Q42, and thank you. Yep, 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 yep. So the work, I'm going to let you, sir, John Fina, Mr. John Fina from mm-hmm. Rochester, New York, living in Tucson, Arizona, who played hey. for the Buffalo Bills for 10 years. I'm going to let hey. you go first. Yeah, you know, there's still something going on in the red zone. Uh, I mean, it's annoying. It's annoying, right? So, you know, what? <sighs> there was talk, and mind you, I didn't listen. Way back in the, way back in the day that and I won't say what year it was that the red zone offense was a little stale. Like we weren't game planning it well enough, like looking at the tendencies from the defense, but yet instead we're saying Diggs, Davis, McKenzie, Knox uh are too good for you. We're just gonna run the same old bleep and just bowl you over. So I don't know what it is, but man alive. It's like, like, Oh, and I love Tyler Bass, but not that much. <laughs> Dude, that football he kicked from 56 yards was, would have been good from Florida. Well, like, that was, that was kicked, awesome. He kicked yeah. the crap out of that football. There goes Joe. Next thing you're going to hear is dome, dome, dome. No, um, I'm not, no, like, no, I'm just playing um, my, my, my proof. So I tweeted it today. You were, you were probably not, you were probably driving around and didn't see it. There was a video of <laughs> driving around eight and a half hours from LA to Tucson. So you like, didn't see it. Why are you laughing? We're just driving around. <laughs> Why is everything that this Irish guy says to the Italian guy an insult? I'm just saying. Well, you're minimizing. It's not insult, but it's minimizing. Like I, I truly feel like my efforts behind the wheel today. I was talking about you being safe. You were driving and not reading my tweets is what I was saying. But there was a video that the Bills posted of Ed Oliver walking into the facility in like in sandals and shorts, to which I responded <laughs> with. Basically, it was snarky when I responded it because there's all these people in Buffalo that want to believe that like these players are all from the South. Like it doesn't matter. Like They hate the cold as much as the Falcons who come here, a domed team from atlanta georgia in december they hate it as much and it's like it's not true living here makes a difference you can speak to that because you were from tucson and lived in tucson forever and it's different when you're here from august to december because you acclimate to it right i think so i think it's it's i don't know if you see acclimate as much as your expectations are in line with what the day is going to deliver that's that's well said <laughs> yeah, I mean, well I, I, I can't go out there and deny it's going to be 31 degrees. I mean, right, that shit's right. happening. I, I ain't got the ability to change that. But if I accept it and plan accordingly, mm-hmm. then I can make the most of anything. Right. Gotcha. I don't know how I got but I don't know what that had to do with the work. Except for, <laughs> I, don't either, I don't know. I don't, I don't even, know how I got us here. I don't either, but but <laughs> I've driven yeah. us into a snowbank. <laughs> like, wow, and I'm the one drinking bourbon. Um one thing we one thing we missed on what was good, you know, you were griping last week. In fact, I was almost over it. Uh, about where's Dawson Knox? We paid him all this money. Where did he go? Well, you got you got if, a little people, you got a little serving of Dawson. If, if Knox, people at home you? can keep track of the shots because <laughs> way more shots at me than I take at him, and he he always gets personal when I take a shot. <laughs> well, mine are always in good fun, but you're evil, <laughs> Dawson Knox. Though seven for seventy yards, and I think um, some pretty good. Uh, we do have to talk about the work on. Gabe Davis just can't drop mm. balls anymore. Like you yeah. are not allowed. And then and then to put him on the hands team. So there's a conversation in the NFL going like amongst the media members about the fact that he claps when he catches the football, which is not a new thing. If you go back to the Kansas City Chiefs game in the playoffs where he had four touchdowns, two of those touchdowns he catches by clapping, which is not great. And then my first thought is why would you put him on the hands team? It wasn't great. 
It worked for a few touchdowns. I mean, it's supposed to be, you know, here yeah, and then triangle, yeah. yeah the Van triangle Halen, and then yeah, Van Halen. And right. then and then below your waist, pinkies together. And then if it's around your waist, you're supposed to squat. Yeah. You're, low, you're an offensive tackle and you get it. I, I get it because I, I I coach. I coach receivers. Fair. But anyway, the work. <laughs> complete complete the work, and then I'll give you some of my work. Well, uh, the work, uh, the work on Josh increasing his confidence, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, the work, I, I think, I think we also have to look at in the red zone, which is part of the work, you know, somebody, whether it's Andre Reed or Don Beebe or whomever was on the field was going to, was saying, you know, it's going to be me. And if, if you can't always just say, oh, it's going to be Diggs and it's not going to be me. Mm-hmm. Like somebody, everybody has to run their route uh, and sit where they're going to be open as if the whole game depends on it. And they all need to get a little bit nastier in their route running to get a little bit more open. Or it's or it's the game planning in the red zone. Right. All right. I mean. The red, the red zone stuff is um, borderline f- like – it's 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 hard it's hard to uh i don't i don't i don't know how i want to say it it's 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 very frustrating to know how good a team can be and when they're not living to those expectations this isn't something like we're just sitting around dreaming like oh it, the bills could be so good mm-hmm. in the red zone if no this is over the last 3 2 years 2021 been one of the most dominant third down and red zone teams in the NFL, and all of a sudden they just can't figure it out. Now, is that a Ken Dorsey thing? Is it a protect Josh Allen? Because what we have not seen him do in the red zone almost at all outside of the Rams game, game one of the, of the season, is run. He hasn't used his legs at the red zone hardly mm-hmm. at all. What what do you attribute it to? Well, I'm I'm actually going back and looking right here, and it looks like only one of the field goals was maybe two were red zone field goals, right? But we conceivably left uh, what's that six minus fourteen eight points on the we left we left eight points out there, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than fourteen, we got six. Right. Uh, oh man, I I gotta I gotta be honest with you. I I think they all just need a little bit of a a little bit more fear almost, you know, I mean, you got to feel like, you know, a, you know, that when your dad was pissed, right. Oh, yeah. You're always like a little, there's a little bit of fear, a deepest respect for my father. And although Chuck never really whacked uh, me, but my older brothers for sure, there was, <laughs> there was fear, right. You're like a little bit of fear, right. Dude, I, I'm, I'm, I, I have told my kids, who are 12 and 15 about to be 13 and 16 that I'm 49 and I've still never told Joe Miller jr. My dad. No, <laughs> never <laughs> once. Have I ever told my dad? No, my dad said something to me or asked me to do something. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you another thing, the work, right? How about the work in Naheem Hines into the offense a little bit more? Yeah. Somebody actually literally just posted that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. I don't have my glasses on. I mean, they could post it anything. <laughs> well, don't put them on. They're saying bad things about you. Oh my God. Look at that. I didn't realize I was such an awful person. Yeah. The work, get him in. Um, honestly, continue to work on the defensive secondaries ego. I mean, that's where they need to rye a little bit higher, right? Puff out their chests a little bit mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. and just see if they, that's where you can artificially create a little bit more. We're more experienced than we are we're better than we are sensation and roll that out that would be helpful um it how about getting how about getting tremaine edmonds back on the field how about tredavious white uh, well work going, those guys into the damn what is going on with trey white like wh- have you uh, ever seen a situation like this like well i i said look if me- you're not ready they don't clear you you don't come off ir unless you're ready to play right uh, I, I you one would think one would think now that doesn't mean that he's you know didn't didn't tweak it well no they said there has not been a setback the like mcdermott has said there's not been a set i want to ask you a question you never is that, had is that, is that one of these i don't i'm just saying he's oh, said, wait, i'm winking my left eye 
<laughs> don't hurt yourself. Um, you never had a major injury in the pros, correct? Knock on, well, no. you don't have to knock on wood anymore. You're not playing. So I, I, I'm a professional layabout. <laughs> I could twist my cankle, walk into the kitchen, getting a new bourbon. <laughs> professional roundabout. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you from having meniscus surgery recently that there's an aspect that my mind is still not ready for me after mm -hmm. three years of having a meniscus tear a year and a half of that of the doctors telling me, oh, you just need rehab. Go rehab it. You've got some arthritis. We don't need to do surgery on you. My my mind is not ready for me to trust my knee. So I get that there's an aspect of maybe not trusting it, but there's got to be something else going on. He has made comments and like he's been interviewed and said that Trey is a different dude. And I love the dude that he is to, he was going to opt out of COVID out of fear from his fear for his family, which totally respect that totally get that. He had young kids in his house. Obviously it was early. We didn't know what was going on, what the disease was. So he almost opted out the COVID year. And then we know that he's a family man and that his family is important to him. He signed generational changing money. Right. And then he comes out and he says, being home over the last year has been amazing. Being home with my boys, like hearing them come home and say, daddy and, just having that opportunity to be with them every single, like he's made comments to me that make me nervous. Like, like he doesn't ever want to come back. Yeah. Very. Um, who's the running back Robert Smith from the Vikings that retired when he was 29 to go become a doctor. He just had other things he wanted to do. And I, I can respect that. I just, I just I don't he know. He became what, an announcer. No, uh, no, he, maybe he did, but Robert Smith, the running back for the Vikings retired at 28 or 29. I, yeah. I know the guy. Yeah. 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 You played against him. Well, not technically because mm -hmm. he's an offensive player. And so are you. Um, but he, he retired to go to med school. That was the reason that he left football. Hmm. It's not abnormal for guys to leave, to dip out early, to go do what they want to do in life. I would just, I just don't, I just, I just don't know what's going on there. Like this team could have, can, can he could, this team can use him. Right. Well, you got Jordan Poyer okay, who reportedly it, it, needs it, surgery right now, needs surgery, season ending surgery, and he oh. can't stay off the field. How great was it to have him back? Man, but, it, and you, the, the aggressiveness. I said it last week. Right. Downhill guys right. coming from the safety position gets me so angry as an offensive lineman. I hate it when those little punks started <laughs> showing up in the box and we had to set them right. But the dude, the dude said, I can't stay off the field. I love this team. I love these guys. I love this game. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that there's an aspect of like setting himself up for the future. He knows that like next year mm -hmm. is, is, is coming and he doesn't have a contract for next year from the bills or anybody else yet. So, you know, shutting it down for the, he did can't the stay off the field. Did, Meanwhile, did, you got the other guy that's like, you can't get him on the field. Uh, well, didn't the injury happen on Thanksgiving last year? Thanksgiving. So maybe he's waiting. Maybe he's got like uh, some sort of, a, I don't know, a fear or concern. Like he's got to pass that moment and get through that. He could be a very thoughtful and sensitive young man, Joe Miller. He could be concerned like he wants to flush Thanksgiving injury day down the toilet and then move on. Maybe it's possible. I just wish that I had kept receipts for all the people, the content creators that told me i was wrong when it was going to be nine months to a year and they're like oh this is a six-month injury i'm like oh no no this no is not and, and, you know it's the jury like what are you I, talking about we we take modern medicine for granted so much because i mean as recently as i played in college and pro they were still filleting people open you yeah, know like yeah. a freaking 12 inch zipper line up the knee opening yeah. everything up and now what they do and we, you know some guys recover amazingly and super fast and then other people have a more normal recovery and i i'm in your camp and i'm like i don't care how long it takes as long as it comes back and now you're trying to tell me you doubt that and i think all the trey white jersey uh guys are gonna like attack you in the street yeah, it's it's definitely tough. But as far as I never got into my work, and I don't I don't know that I need to because we're we're going to be facing a Lions football team on Thanksgiving Day, mm -hmm. um, a surging Lions football team, a, a, a Lions football team that has no business being bad. They've got great talent. They've got great players. Yeah. I don't understand why in the world they traded 
Hawkinson to the right in division to, to in the, division to a to guy who's and since they've traded him they've gone on a winning streak which is even more strange yeah four and six they're slaying it well but they've won three in a row i believe i know i know it's nuts right so and the games that they lost were all shootouts so their defense is freaking awful and their offense is really good with you know Swift and Williams and just the guy I'm on St. Brown, like the guys that they've got, they've got great weapons on offense. Jared mm-hmm. Goff is clearly the limiting factor, but he's playing well right now. What do we need to look forward to? What what are your expectations? You you did you play on Thanksgiving Day ever? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> did you? Um, what is horrible? What does that turnaround look like? So you finish a game on the road. That's the other Uh, crappy part is the bills had to, they weren't at home. They had to fly back. Yeah. I I think it's all right though. They still, I don't even know. Did they go back to Buffalo or did they stay in Detroit? They came, they came back to Buffalo, which I, I, that's so, that's such a weird conversation. It's like, it makes way more sense to just stay in, in Detroit. Meanwhile, I don't think it, I don't think it does. It's only an hour flight, but your families are trapped at home right they're trapped in their homes so it's like uh let's just go home <laughs> let's, let's just go home so like my wife doesn't divorce me wow man she's got a low bar <laughs> <laughs> so no i i think you know another, I another I, mark <laughs> i i could have flipped a i could have flipped a coin on that stay go back to buffalo i'm i'm either way on that um but what i will say is you know they should they should feed off of, you know, we're the Thanksgiving miracle team, right? They're doing well on Thanksgiving. Right. I don't know how they got roped into this crap. I hated it. I didn't want to play on Thanksgiving. Well, they they showed up against the Cowboys the first yeah. time and, like, right. lit the world on fire and then did a great job <laughs> last year again. And now that's the then you get invited back. <laughs> it's literally it's literally Gladiator when he's standing there going, are you not entertained? Are you right. not entertained? And now the NFL's like, we want to be entertained. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas I try to insult and offend as many people as I can, so I'm not invited back. I mean, maybe at the end of the game, if they all just pee on the 50-yard line, Thanksgiving is done. Yeah. Um, look, I, I think that, um, I don't know. I mean, Detroit doesn't scare me in that way. You know, I think they're a little bit of a uh, paper tiger paper lion paper tiger paper tiger paper Paper tiger tiger. they do have some they do have some weapons offensively in fact you know all the guys that are doing well now i had in my fantasy leagues in one way shape or form until they played crappy and Mm. then i got rid of them and now they do great so (laughs) if you want to know who to pick you pick everybody that i pick after i get rid of them (laughs) so i i don't um i still I, I think they used the last game as many limitations as it had for mm. uh, scoring touchdowns as a confidence builder and booster going into Detroit. Right. And the turnaround time, I'm, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I mean, they, they just beat who the hell did they play? The Browns, the giants, they beat the, the Browns. Giants. No, no, no. They, they beat the Browns. They beat the Browns with one and a half days of practice. The bills did. Correct. Well, one day of practice, the other one was a virtual meeting day. And that doesn't count. You're well, telling, that me, is, that, that you're telling me that virtual schooling didn't hurt our kids? Wednesday, Wednesday I'm not touching that one with a 10-foot pole. Wednesday, they they did have practice, but it was very <laughs> – why are you hiding in your bourbon? I'm laughing my, my hiney <laughs> off over here. By the way, for those of you tuned into this show that's about to end, this has literally been two dudes with alcohol sitting around a table talking about the Buffalo Bills with a crowd. Kind of. <laughs> it's been fun. But um, yeah, no, you're right. They, the, so they put together a few good games in a row, but the Lions. Like, the Lions. But like yes. anything we've seen, and, and our team will attest to that, peaks and valleys, Joe. Yeah, for, and I think for, I think the timeline well, is for us. The Lions are riding the wave right now. So mm-hmm. the, the question is: is they've got a great running game. They've got a two-headed monster, not much like the Browns. Different, almost more dangerous because DeAndre Swift is really good mm-hmm. and really fast, and Jamal Williams is also really good. He had three touchdowns on Sunday against the Giants. Um, now, granted, it's the Giants; it's not the Bills. You know, Jared mm-hmm. Goff is dangerous enough. He's not elite, but he's not bad. He's middle of the road, but can hurt you if you let him. Amon St. Brown, good. Now, T.J. Hawkinson, thank God, is gone. 
because the Bills, as we know, one of those things about franchises traditionally have been awful against tight ends. So he's gone, <laughs> which is great. Um, the defense, however, if there's a get right opportunity for this Buffalo Bills offense, it is Thursday. It is this week playing a, a not great executing defense that gives up big plays and big yards to teams. This is the moment where Josh can find that mojo again, which this is not also abnormal for this team. 20, it happened. 21, it happened. And here we are in 22 again, where the in the middle of the season, you talked about it, ebbs and flows. There's a valley, and the Bills come out. And when they come out of it, they come out on that wave, and they're almost unbeatable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, part of what you said about the two-headed monster with the Lions, you know, I, I – went into this game with Cleveland really afraid of the hunt and Chubb mm -hmm. kind of one, two punch. And yep. it, early on, it looked a little dicey, right? Uh, I think, I think that our defensive front seven really benefited from seeing two good running backs, one great, one really good coming at them. So I, th I think the preparation mentally uh, having just played Cleveland with the similarities of the abilities in the running game yeah. is a good thing for us. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I look, I, I like what you said about winning this one and then hitting a stride, right? Everybody's gone back. You look at a bunch of people on Twitter. Oh, well, the Bills had a slide in November last year. Don't you remember? And they put it up there, and it's true. Yep. But somehow every year we have amped up our expectation for this team. And thank God, because for 20 years, you were like, why am I re why am I renewing my season's tickets? And at least now, like, at least the fun of having expectations is great. It, um, if, if, if a slump in November is a reason for me not to renew my, ex my season tickets, I don't know what 17 years of no playoffs was. Well, that's what, <laughs> what I'm saying is 17 years you kept getting your damn tickets, right? And yes, now, I did. And now you're like, forget <laughs> it. This season's not you in particular, yeah. right? But some people are like, oh, my God, we can't run the ball. And you're like, we're in the second quarter. And then at the end of the game, we have 187 yards rushing. And only, and by the way, one of the goods that we talked about earlier was Josh Allen, three carries, seven yards, right? Yep, yep. We're going to stick around a couple more minutes here. But. Yeah. Uh, Sergio Uriel Lemus says, "My uh, hey, greetings from Mexico, especially to my friend and Mr. Fina. I know he speaks good Spanish. Oh, Sergio, como estas? ¿Es verdad que hay mucha lluvia en la Ciudad de México o no? Porque... Jose dice que no hay lluvia allá, pero yo, yes, how can I help you? <laughs> see, that word is see, not yes. No, no, my son's over here. <laughs> That's fine. He's looking, you, he's looking at you cross-eyed, like what is happening no, no. right now? I want to know what Sergio says. Does it rain in, in Mexico City often? You need to get by? Yeah, go ahead, man. It's a family show. He's really tall. Really tall. He's, he's like six, four and a half now. <laughs> you told that kid to stop playing baseball, right? I, know. Uh, I didn't tell him to stop playing baseball. That wouldn't be fatherly of me. Here, let's go back to back right here, Roman. All where he can back see is your chest. Oh, there back we go. to back. He's, no, pretty, he's pretty tall. No, really we tall. Have, we, oh, wait, turn this way. Yeah. What is happening? What We have derailed. I don't think we've derailed. This is interesting <laughs> stuff. He's definitely tall. What grade is he in? What grade? He's a sophomore. He's six sophomore in high school, so he has every yeah. opportunity to be six. What six 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 seven? Yeah, yeah. On Listen, the, we got a great chance, and you know, I've I've been saying this a lot, maybe only to myself because I'm the only one who listens to me. It's good to get the adversity kind of in that mid-season area, a time frame, right? So we got a lot of changes going on in the secondary. We saw some adversity. We uh, we persevered, and we overcame on the APO from Joel Allen, mm, right? Mm. So adver adjust, persevere, overcome. overcome. That's right. That's right. So it's good timing if – we can get healthier in the secondary. And I think we're in good shape. Awesome. Any final words before I get us up on out of here? Yeah, man, I'm truly happy for all of you Buffalonians who were able to withstand the snowstorm and be safe. And hopefully everybody, you know, got through it. Okay. It can be kind of scary and cause a lot of anxiety, especially on the roads. So, um, 
my heart is with all of you. Uh, and also for an incredible Thanksgiving. If you mm. don't have a place to go, just call somebody and ask for an invite. That's what I do when I go to well, Buffalo. Well, a big part, especially if you're in uh, Western New York, uh, first of all, so Mafia Meals. So uh, Alyssa O'Reilly is putting together Mafia Meals. So if anybody is out there and cannot afford or cannot put together dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, uh, they are being provided through Mafia Meals. And so if you, I believe you can go to MafiaMeals.com. I could be, let me, let me just confirm that. I believe it's MafiaMeals.com and you can go there and you can actually enter your own name and they will provide for you a meal um waiting for it to pop up and yes mafiameals.com and you can also if you are in west seneca or around the south towns life church buffalo which is the church that i was on staff at and attend and my wife was is now currently on staff at we are also providing thanksgiving meals so if you are in need this uh holiday season of a meal for thanksgiving to feed your family uh, please do not go without reach out to either mafia meals or lifechurchbuffalo.com is the website for life church Buffalo as well. Uh, but yeah, for sure. So Sergio did respond. He said, yes, it's especially, it's especially in Mexico, but I'm living in Southeastern Mexico right now. I'm a huge bills fan since 1993. So he, he confirms that it does <laughs> rain in Mexico city often. It's subtropical. Um, so, so that's my final thought on the show, just for my Thanksgiving prayer for all of you and all of us, uh, for a healthy football team, healthy fans and, uh, healthy relationships, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, awesome. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have been tuned into the off tackle with John Fina show brought to you by the market dominator team on the Buffalo rumblings vidcast network. My name is Joe Miller. That over there is John Fina. We love and appreciate all of you guys. And Thanksgiving is upon us. And uh, not only are we thankful for, you know, life and family and all that stuff living in this country, the Buffalo Bills, but we're thankful for you guys as well. And the fact, uh-oh, fist bumps going on. Uh, but uh, super thankful, super appreciative. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else. So we will uh, see you guys. So what, Monday next week, right? Monday next week. So Go when Bills. Is, when is Drew Bledsoe coming on? I don't know. I got to check my email, but I think I had Daryl Talley for next week. Oh, dum dum dum! I didn't even know that. (laughs) (laughs) I did it on Friday when I was on my way to California. Gotcha. We may have Daryl Talley next week on on Monday night. So with that, you know, with that, Joe Miller, John Fina, go Bills, go Bills, baby! We'll talk to you soon. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.